we're all yeah there we go uh welcome back to a brand new episode of who's code again i think uh sid's still on mute what's um, up guys what's happening what's happening it's a good weekend for it's been a good weekend for us as united fans and i think it was <laughs> a good course. weekend it was a good weekend, a great weekend. but I'm not gonna lie but being a, but being a united fan in india is it's a Given you know what? Sports. You know what? Like yeah. whenever we beat Arsenal, it's a good day. It's a good weekend. Yeah, trust true. me. That is very true. Uh, but I mean, okay. Before we start, welcome back to a brand new episode. Fuskar um, again. We're doing the review of game week six. A little bit of housekeeping to begin with. Uh, the people you're seeing on your screen and you're listening to uh, on on the podcast are our usual hosts. We do this episode live. mostly on a monday or a tuesday on youtube and then this episode lives as a podcast on spotify google podcast apple podcast wherever you get your podcast uh, soon after the youtube shows a more interactive experience uh, but the podcast is obviously something you could listen to your own, at your own leisure so even the youtube show will still be here on the channel if you prefer a more visual form of media uh, of media consumption uh, and for those of you who are watching already please do like and subscribe uh to the video it really helps us grow we've been growing little by little over the last couple of uh streams so any sort of um encouragement would be super helpful now that housekeeping is out of the way let's let's get there there's only one place we we could start i i wanted to ask vishnu to who was on the last episode to join us but he's traveling at the moment oh, i don't really want to like this would have been great him. Was, yeah. yeah he's funnily enough he's actually in the uk at some some point somewhere so uh it would have been really funny to hear like what his perspective on the entire thing was but uh i think there's only one place for us to start and <laughs> it is it's a whole trap for yesterday as united yeah. took on the in- invincible arsenal team that was going to go the season on the rejuvenated invincible the rejuvenated invincibles um so much to take away from that game but um akshay like did you watch the game what did uh, what did you think about the game so i watched it in bits and pieces i was actually out watching the india pakistan match finally oh that was great huh and uh, this was kept on i was watching the game on my phone uh, uh-huh. with a few other people and mm-hmm. uh, yeah so i was sort of in and out uh, of the game uh <sighs> it was a great game i was following it a uh, lovely game good football however we again couldn't keep the ball for more than 10 seconds at any given point um in the first half at least uh and arsenal were quite attacking and uh, getting into the final third much more than what we could mhm and uh when the when martinelli scored i was like shit and then i saw the replay again and i was like yeah definitely a foul and uh foul on build up by i think it was odegaard if i'm not wrong yeah so uh, let's just let's let's backtrack a little bit on on what exactly happened right so united what start the game like a house on fire for 15 minutes of pure dominant possession and then eriksen gets the ball somewhere near the halfway line uh is quickly um tackled by odegaard who kind of goes nowhere near the ball he makes and it's not a shoulder to shoulder either so i don't quite see the complaint he 
basically kind of barges into him, gets his ankle, kind of also pushes him a little bit. Yeah, and Erickson falls. Nudge. Yeah. 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 Nudge. And then and then Erickson falls and um, Paul Tierney, who is the ref, the highly contentious ref apparently for the for the evening, um decides to you know, <laughs> decides to play on and then Saka releases a beautiful ball which sends Martinelli through and Martinelli ends up putting the ball on the back of the net. But the moment I saw that foul happen, I was like, okay, this is definitely going to get brought back because if it doesn't get brought back, yeah. it's it's stupid, it's silly. And this weekend, there have been a fair amount of contentious VAR decisions. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so against, yeah, exactly. Against yeah. yeah, against Chelsea. I mean, for Chelsea, Newcastle also had a very strange decision. But this was probably the least controversial decision out of the um, uh, out of the uh, out of the three so-called controversial decisions. Mm-hmm. And then, but somehow you think that would have pushed United on, but it kind of pushed Arsenal on a little more. I think they felt that they were. Um, um, I mean, they, they were galvan- they, they were galvanized by the so-called injustice and off they went and they dominated that half for about 20 minutes before an 18-pass move uh, opened up Arsenal, like starting all the way from the keeper and that sent uh, Anthony through on goal uh, and to slot it in the, into the back of the net. I still have no clue what Ramsdale was doing for that goal. I have no idea... Mm. Why he decided to dive to his near post? Was he trying to give him the eyes? I, like the way Anthony shaped up, it was always going to go into the far corner. And Ramsey just made his work 10 times easier. I don't think Anthony yeah. had a great game to begin with, uh, with, regards to uh, with, regard, with regards to the first half. He kind of seemed a little out of, out of it. But great first goal. And obviously, yeah, like it's a, yeah. Yeah, it's a wonderful feeling to have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one, one of twenty-three, one of twenty-one players. One of twenty-one, yeah, yeah, that's twenty-one, so like twenty-one out of twenty-one. Yeah, uh, I, I see, I see. Okay, yeah. and funnily, it, uh, this, funnily, his uh, jersey number is also twenty-one. Um, coincidentally, yeah, not, not yeah, funny. The high, high coincidence. Are in the chat still says the foul is soft, but the foul is a foul. So this is my reasoning for that thing. If it had happened to to Arsenal, uh, Arsenal fans would have been screaming for it. And any team that this had happened to, they would have been screaming for it. So that's really the justification. But, uh, See, I, I, I understand why it's justified. But I honestly, like, VAR is bullshit. Like, let's call it like we see it. VAR is, is a shit show at the moment. I mean, it's got... I think it's... I, I, it's, it's got some things right. I'm not saying no, but... I just think over the weekend, I mean, the last two, three weekends, I've been watching every single game or at least trying to watch all of the games, but I at least managed to watch four or five games. Mm-hmm. The Chelsea game was a horror show. Oh, my God. Oh, that, that was, yeah, that was a bit mad. That yeah. that was absurd. Like, yeah, I mean, as a Chelsea fan, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure Dodge will say, like, I don't even know if I could justify it if I was a Chelsea fan. That that was a foul. That was an absolutely lucky decision. But whatever Chelsea span, uh, fans I spoke to, all they said was we, we had quite a few decisions go against us. It's time something went for us. Yeah, see, at the end of the day, it's the law of averages. It will always catch up. 
you'll win yeah. some, you'll lose some, right? But yeah, exactly, yeah. That was a contentious decision, if ever there was one. And then after that, the McAllister one. Uh, <laughs> no, that was a, a blinder <laughs> of a goal. Oh <laughs> my god, that was a brilliant goal. I can't believe they chalked that for offside, dude. It was like millimeters. Like, I don't think it, it was, was like offside, one, honestly. one hair, not even a yeah, hair it's like a uh, yeah, and even the Villa and City, the Coutinho goal. Uh, how did they? Le- how did he raise the flag even before Coutinho shot the ball? That was a very strange decision. I think we. We'll, I mean, these days with these days with the, the whole, yeah, they're supposed to finish the play before he raises his flag. Yeah. It did, it just didn't make any sense. It, uh, like all all four of the decisions were really contentious. I think the least one of the lot was, of course, the United Arsenal. And I'm not saying it because I'm a United fan. I'm just saying, of mm-hmm. the four, that was the least contentious, but it was also a contentious decision. Because I don't mm-hmm. think that affected the play that happened afterwards. Yes, they won the ball, but it had nothing. It had no bearing to the goal. I don't know why they have to go so far back. Because if you remember last year, the uh, when yeah. United were playing Saints, Maguire was uh-huh. fouled in the build-up. But they never yeah. counted that, saying it didn't hamper the rest of the... Uh, of the what do you say the uh, the play to to the goal so I don't know if uh, you remember that yeah I do I do but I I think the the only defense to that I mean only what do you call the argument to that this thing was the ball goes from Odegaard to Saka and then that goes straight out to Martinelli so you could say that's still the same phase of play so. Because it it's happened same, so quickly. It was the same last year also, right? Have some consistency. The ball got nicked off of Maguire. In the same passage of play, the ball was played to... Was it Charlie Adams? I don't remember who that yeah, was. Charlie Adams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Adams, Ch- Charlie Adams. Adams. Yeah. Charlie Adams. <laughs> Charlie Adams. <laughs> Adams. It was in the same passage of play, same phase of play. Yeah. And it was a goal. So, I, you need to have consistency. You can't have... Something one season and then something else. So I was I was watching the game with the with a Arsenal fan and he like he also agreed that it was a foul in the build up. It was a foul. It was a soft foul. I'm not saying it wasn't a foul. It was it yeah, was a very 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 soft foul. But I'm just talking about the consistency of referee and consistency of VAR. You can't have something yeah, one season cool. and then you can't have something else the next season, right? There has to be some level but, of consistency. But also, but also, it depends on who's sitting behind the VAR desk, right? It, it's not That's all... A, I don't think VAR... Yeah, I think Akshay kind it's of... It's not all completely. It's, there's part human uh, influence that goes behind it. I do for I'll tell you what, Akshay, for VAR to overturn a decision, it has to be clear and obvious. Right? That is yeah. That is number one. Like... The, for any decision to be overturned, it has to be clear and obvious. I don't think any of the four decisions were clear and obvious for it to be overturned. Mm-hmm. This weekend, at least. I, I think the... as regard, I mean, with, with regards to the Chelsea-West um, Ham game, that was a bizarre goal. Yeah. Like, I remember watching it and thinking, what, what the hell? Because it's, it's Mendy who comes running out and then just clatters into... Um, I think I think it's Bowen. 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 He, like, yeah, yeah, Bowen. Bowen. So Mendy is no business being. I mean, I guess it's the six yard. It's like the six to the twelve yard box, eighteen yard box. You kind of have to command it. But mm. he puts himself in that position. It's not like 
Bowen chases him down, kicks the ball out of his, kicks his feet and sends him to the ground. I think, I think he clutches his shoulder or some, feigns some sort of a weird injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, so, he clutched uh, upper chest. Upper chest. Yeah, yeah upper chest. Yeah, some... Was and, and I don't really blame Bowen for mm-hmm. committing that. Fight. Honestly, I, the, the only thing I'd, I'd blame Bowen for was the heavy touch that gave Mendy a chance to... Yeah, get, that's possibly get to the ball. Yeah, that's the only thing I would blame Bowen. Yeah. But apart from that, but I don't in such think a high would... high moving game, it's difficult, you know. To yeah, I mean honestly, Corne uh, should have Corne should have put West Ham ahead. Like when we speak about Chelsea, we we can talk about it. But Corne, hmm. like literally three four minutes earlier, should have put West Ham ahead hits with the an post, open yeah. header. Yeah, he yeah. Hits the post. yeah. that would have sealed post, the huh? game because West Ham would have then led two one. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they would have shot, know, shot. Been, Chelsea wouldn't yeah. even have scored the second goal. That's what I feel. But anyway, uh, let's finish the United uh, Arsenal game. I think, I think, like you mentioned, the 18 pass goal. I think there were two mistakes that was made there. One, Zinchenko should have stayed with his runner. Instead, he tried to come narrow. I don't blame Zinchenko. Uh, I blame Gabriel because Gabriel. Yeah, yeah Gabriel steps out. out. Yeah, Gabriel Ste- steps rushes out. So, out yeah. Tackles Bruno. Uh, completely mm. mistimes it and then suddenly yeah, the backline is exposed it's a 3v3 yeah. and uh, what happens is like Sancho gets the ball it, it, uh, he quickly rolls it to Rashford and then Zinchenko panics because the other centre-back has disappeared and fully yeah. rushes over to try and shut Rashford down Rashford with the easiest of through balls great great uh, pass by the way yeah, sets up Anthony bang but I, the, my favourite part of that is because you know when the, that 18 pass goal it starts off with uh, Anthony on is the far like mm, yeah, and, and he tries to do yeah, yeah, he tries to do a step over, yeah. doesn't work, and then it goes back, and then the you can hear the Arsenal. They, re- they recycle possession, and then it comes back yeah. all the way to him. So that was, then, that was actually a beautiful move. Yeah, because I think like the entire team had basically had had sat back and was waiting yeah. for United to to lose mm-hmm. the ball. So the ball goes back, the team moves up the pitch, and as soon as Eriksson gets the ball deep, he, first, he finds Bruno with a great yeah. Yeah, great pass, bang, uh, and you know, and the rest is history. Dude, uh, do, do you realize that we we like we watched United play like this since Carrick, where nobody had the vision or the skill to play balls like that. Like, how have we like lived like this? I just don't. I I have no clue. Dude. Remember, remember the Carrick to Chicharito pass. I think it was, it was an FA Cup game. I think the no 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 the Chelsea the, game. the, the the dink the, again, the no against Chelsea. So I think he from midfield he like sends it, lobs like chips it into the box, and then um, Chicharito is running onto it, and then heads it past check. It, it's a thing of beauty. Like Carrick had these weird quarterback role kind of passes. So it was just like it was a thing of beauty. I think that was an FA, it, uh, FA Cup game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I meant. Like it's an FA Cup. Game. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So. Um, but kind of <laughs> Mata, who's been sort of visionary with those passes. Yeah, but Legs like he went always too further forward, right? And he all yeah. he also played for like where Ericsson's playing now. Imagine like Fred yeah. McTom. Yeah. Like I, the best part was the United players themselves are saying it that now with Ericsson there, we are all ready to receive the ball quicker, faster, <laughs> and we're making the <laughs> the United players themselves like Bruno. If you I don't know if you guys watched the post match. Uh, interview. Uh, he says, uh, as soon as Ericsson gets the ball, I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm looking at him. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm looking to go forward looking, because I know looking, I can expect I can the ball. Going forward, yeah. 
and and the second the second goal also Eric, as soon mm-hmm. as I, I, i don't know dalo passes the, not dalo who passes the ball to erickson erickson i think dalo erickson passes the ball to erickson dalo no, dalo to first erickson, dalo to erickson erickson to bruno erickson, erickson to mm-hmm. bruno wow oh my god dude if that was yeah. kdb oh god, if that was kdb mm-hmm. that would have been like in the hall of fame of assists or something yeah only because I mean, it's not he's kdb not, nobody is talking about because it's not him yeah Yeah. See, it's he's KDB he is not. Like there's a KDB uh, pass for Haaland earlier on in in the Villa game which yeah. oh, oh my god if you could not have placed it any any more perfectly. He misses that, that doesn't he? A, he missed it, no? Yeah. No, it's the one where the one that Haaland scores. Or the, uh, the jump. There was one before yeah, the jump. there was one before that where he puts it on the platter and Haaland misses it. It's just that go that back man, and watch the know, game. Uh, Okay, the way he whips a ball, especially that when in that corridor of uncertainty, is nobody can nobody can come close. No, I'm not. Bruno's, look, I'm, I'm, not, not, I'm, not, saying, I'm not. I'm not saying Bruno is at the same level as uh, of KDB. I'm saying that assist was a thing of beauty. Oh, for sure. When, when with the outside of his foot, foot, that ball goes. I'm like, oh yeah, this is like Rashford should not screw this up, and he doesn't. Yeah. uh but Dude, it was a, it was a replica <laughs> it was a replica of the liverpool goal the second goal that martial passes to rashford yeah mm. it was a perfect replica mm. as like ooh so i'm going to like so the second half right let's just let's kind of like backtrack a bit to talk about arsenal i feel like we've arsenal fans have been saying the same thing and i've been saying the same thing we've seen this game before quite a few times it's like art it's like arteta has pulled the game plan out of the wenger books uh, of tactics but the wenger books of tactics fails to mention that it does not work with united teams because the moment they sense that arsenal are uh, are dominating the ball when not really creating any chances they all yeah. they do is soak the pressure and slam hit them on the counter um, now i wouldn't exactly. even say um, yeah so with uh, <laughs> so i i akin this to like actual fifa tactics So Arsenal came out of uh for the second half with constant pressure set on because that's kind of what they did. They were just pressing, pressing, harrying, harrying, deserved their goal when they got it. Big slice of luck, big slice of luck. Dalo gets the ball, falls straight into the path of Saka and as uh, Martinez is like trying to go for the block, it goes through his legs. So it's mm-hmm. just a lot of things had to work in their factors to get that equalizer and they deservedly des- needed, you know, uh equalized at that point and this is where they kind of got carried away a little bit they were so high up the pitch the one thing you do not give united is high lines especially when your back line you keep saying it's the greatest back line ever is not equipped to handle um the likes of uh, of rashford and i think sancho and and anthony had come off so ronaldo was on there and so um uh, yeah. i think Ar- go on sit No, finish, finish. I want to say something. Finish after your time. Yeah, cool, cool. So, I think Arteta makes a has a lapse in judgment, thinking that Ronaldo doesn't press, and in fact, Ronaldo came on and started pressing, <laughs> and so that was like a big okay, I guess. Uh, and the thing with Ronaldo is, no matter how, like, even if he's not a pressing unit, he attracts defenders, he attracts players, uh, and this opened up like this space for Bruno because I couldn't believe where Bruno got the ball. and there was nobody around him i was just like okay i guess what's happening and then one ball rashford is through uh 2-1 um united are are done and then 
comes the even more strange decision to switch. I think he goes to a 4-4-2. I, I hear the commentators go for a 4-4-2 in attack and a 3-5-2 in defense or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I missed that part. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. He plays uh, Martinelli and uh, Jesus as a uh, uh, front two. I, I think Saka... No, I think Martinelli is a wing back. I think Nketiah and Jesus uh, yeah. are, the, are the two strikers. So, I, let, let's mm-hmm. get to the substitution. So, at... I, I I have the I have the substitutions up. He takes off Ronaldo. I mean, he t- he takes off Anthony, brings on Ronaldo. This is uh, at, in the on the in the fifty eighth minute, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Immediately after which Saka scores. He yeah. uh, and let's let's face it, it was the two goals United have conceded since uh, Licha and Varan have started have been. Like dodgy goals. Let's face that. Very dodgy, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. the Salah one was like pinball and mm-hmm. goal, and this one Dalo for. I mean, he literally clears the ball and it falls Unlucky. on Saka's Unlucky. feet. Unlucky. Yeah, very unlucky. Mm. Two dodgy goals. Okay, Saka scores 60th minute. These guys believe that because there's Ronaldo, he's not going to run in behind. Plays such a high line that their mid- their defense is at at the halfway line. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so like you said, Ma, uh, Rashford, uh, Bruno capitalizes on that. Rashford scores. That's sixty-six. As soon as mm-hmm. the goal, as soon as they score, he takes off Sancho, brings on Fred. When he brings on Fred, it doesn't mean that he's containing the game because let's face it, Fred's box to box. If he was yeah. to contain the yeah. game, he would have brought on Casemiro. Yeah. Okay, so he's made two subs. One's Ronaldo because he needs to keep him happy. Second, <laughs> second one is Fred. Because he wants some energy in midfield. So, what does he do? He brings off Sancho, plays uh, Bruno Bruno on the right. On the right. Yeah, mm-hmm. plays Bruno on the right, plays Fred and uh, Fred and uh, Ericsson. Uh, and Ericsson then, and McTominay yeah, and in the McTominay center. McTominay behind, yeah. yeah. So, that's his three in midfield. Mm. To counter that, and then after that, McTominay does the body slam on uh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the suplex. <laughs> The suplex. It was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Then, then, you, if you look at if you look at the way City, Liverpool, even the old United team, and 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 like the the way they chase the game, or they or the the teams like City and Liverpool chase the game, they don't chase the game rashly at the seventy fifth minute. They mm-hmm. wait, they wait, they yeah. wait, they wait till the 85th minute and then throw on five, six uh, forwards yeah. or, or attacking players. They play uh, in their system, they play. Our man mm-hmm. here in one in in one substitution brings on Emil Smith-Rowe fa- from Martin Odegaard. And let's face mm-hmm. it, Odegaard was running Ericsson ra- uh, ragged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Odegaard a good game. Yeah, Fabio Vieira for Lokongo. And he brings on Enketia for Zinchenko. I have no clue what that third sub was all about, okay? Uh, mm. okay. I, I think he, basically uh, him pushing... <laughs> the NK, I'm going to try and make sense of the third sub. I believe he pushes Martinelli to left back, or Saka to left back. and um, So that, that gives Enketia and uh, Jesus a two up top. So okay. It's almost so like a wing the, back. Who's, yeah. Who's the three in midfield then? Who's the three in midfield it's, then? It's a Smith two in Rowe. midfield. Uh, okay. Who's and Shaka. Smith Rowe and Smith Rowe. Okay. Uh, Shaka. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure where Viera goes. I think Viera goes on the right, and I think 
Oh, I don't know. It's a very bizarre formation. So that's four, exactly four two, like right? I couldn't, I couldn't hmm. understand it. So if I, I mean, I'm sure they could. Un, uh, the players knew what they were doing, but hmm. it was exactly he made these substitutions in the 74th minute. So I don't think they sorted it out by them between themselves where who had to play because exactly at that time Dalo got the ball. There was nobody in the left back area who would have tracked hmm. that run of Eriksson. Eriksson literally ran from. The, from his own half, ten yards. Yeah, from within ten yards from his own half, all the way got the ball, made the entire run, and let. And Eriksson's not the fastest player. Let's let's. He's really not. And not and he, that was a sweat. Okay, he just sweated it to Rashford. I so, I really yeah. want United to sweat goals, dude. I, they don't sweat enough, morons. Uh, uh, like put balls into the back of empty nets. Things. Yeah, no, put balls into the back of empty nets. It's fine. Like, it's fine to sweat. You're, no one gives a shit. It's a, you've officially solidified your win. And after that, I think that took the wind out of Arsenal's sails. Yeah, at that point, and, it was over. Because, yeah. you know what? Like, uh, that those three stuff, I, if you look at it, like, at some point, substitutions do change and win matches. The substitutions mm-hmm. that or lose. Uh, Ten Hag made, he made them mm-hmm. tactically in the sense that, let me bring Ronaldo first. Then Fred for more energy. Then we'll bring on, uh, and then he Stop brought it. on his defenders to Stop kill the game. He brought on Casemiro mm. and uh, Maguire. Maguire because he wanted to protect uh, Martinez and Casemiro to kill the game. Mm-hmm. This man here, he thought he his team was prime Manchester. Excuse me, prime Man- Manchester City. <laughs> <laughs> Let me bring on whoever I want because we're going to have the. 70% of the possession, which is the worst thing to do against United mm-hmm. at Old Trafford. And yeah. especially they the killed the game. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, this is United of two years ago. This is not rocket science. Like, I think he realized that's the only way that United can win is sit back and counter. Sit back and counter, which is why Ronaldo is not going to get much game time. He'd probably get game time in the Europa or or like versus a team that's going to sit back and where you'll need like headed goals or something. Yeah, I think it's just, it's a matter, we, we know our front, our front three up till January is going to be Rashford, Sancho and Anthony. That's, yeah. that's the front three. And you're going to have Bruno but, and Eriksen. Or Martial, or Martial. Or Martial, it's going to be those, or Martial, Alanga and I mean, you know, it's going or to be Anthony. a combination of one of these five. Or, or three, mm. three of these five, rather. Yeah. Yeah. So, you don't know, right? Like, it could be could be anything. And uh, United as So, I think for 15 minutes of the game, you saw the kind of football Ten Hag wants to play and the kind of football Ten Hag is. And then the rest of the game, you saw the kind of football Ten Hag is okay playing, which I never thought would happen. I thought he would be a stickler for his philosophy. You know, it would be go horizontal. Props to him, but in though, fact, for realizing that. Prop- mm. Yeah, because it, it went, Props to he him went vertical. It. Yeah, yeah. So like, he went vertical, and then it was suddenly we were all reading the same story once again. Arsenal on an invincible run come to Old Trafford and lose a game. Uh, so it's just, I mean, my Arsenal fans aren't happy. I've been giving them grief all all week. Uh, so, but it, not because of anything. It's just that, see, as much as I, I believe. This Arsenal team is very good. I think Jesus had a great game. Completely, um, dom- you know, Dude, all, annoyed honestly, all the likes of, of Saka, Martinelli and mm-hmm. Jesus had a brilliant game. 
Martinelli had Dalo on toast the entire of the first half. He was listless in the second yeah. half. Saka yeah, had Malasia yeah. on toast the entire game. Yeah, for sure. I think Malasia had his possibly his most difficult game yet. Uh, yeah. I think Martinelli kind of has his gas tank is not as um, efficient. So. which is why he ultimately ends up fading in for the most of second half games uh, but with with saka saka kept going he was not super effective kind of semi like I, i don't don't think it was a dive i thought he was anticipating contact um uh, against martinez in the first half but until that goal fairly inconsequential didn't really do much just uh, was was pulling the left back in and out but not really having a direct impact on the game and what does this mean for like for, for united third because now this puts us what on four wins on the on the trot right. with a difficult i'd say this is probably one of the more difficult fixtures coming up they go to palace on the weekend so where i think palace away, i think the palace away right yeah palace away which is never an easy place to go to yeah i think that'll be a good game i i think if they come out, come out come off that game with a the win then it's leads at home and you know what's going to happen leads at home triple crap to mark the rashford so <laughs> different leads unfortunately it's not the bs as suicidal leads where <laughs> when i'm watching this game and mctominay scored two in three minutes and <laughs> i'm just trying I to make sense that game it was it was the late game or a saturday it was the yeah, yeah. was the e- evening game and like my friends are all opening, gone uh, gone out. the opening day fixture no no we're talking about no, uh, the 6-2 the 6-2 oh, game therapy. where yeah. mexor scores two in the in yeah. in like three in the space of three minutes or something in the first three minutes no less because i there is there is a leeds fan cam that i keep going back to to watch um their reactions and before the game they're all about like oh we're going to break this person's legs we're going to like take this person out it's going to be blood and thunder leads are back yeah and within 3 minutes they're screaming and they're yelling and they're like this is it's just it's, and one of them just disconnects <laughs> never comes back so it's kind of uh, hilarious i'll send it to you guys when we're done talking but was that the pog anyway, pog for assist game mate no that was a different game pog for that, that was the, yeah that was, that was the, the opening Boston. game of the season That was a five, yeah. uh, five one. Yeah, yeah, so yeah that was Fred that was, scoring the yeah, Fred scores the fifth. Uh, Mason scores. Yeah. I think immediate the immediate response. Mason scores. Bruno scores. Mm-hmm. Bruno yeah, scores. Bruno scores a bunch right? of people scores. Yeah. Bruno had a hat trick in that game. Bruno had a hat trick. Um, yeah, one was mm-hmm. Lindelof where he passes. Uh, yeah, Lindelof. Yeah, yeah. In Fred the channel. Yeah. Opening opening day fixture of last season. Yeah, opening day. Things fixture. were going. going very very differently compared to until uh, until ronaldo said. came in yeah until ronaldo came in <sighs> so what could have been with the ole olga solskjaer regime you never I still, know i still feel i still feel I, i i i don't know yeah you never know i still feel without ronaldo we we would probably finish third maybe second third yeah i guess third this season i think no last season I think um, I think we were winning without ronaldo i'm saying without ronaldo we were actually winning because of him Like we basically no, let, look, look, look you know what everybody says where would we be without ronaldo's goal ronaldo scored exactly zero goals this season this season yeah yet we are like 
three points off three points off the top yeah yeah so there's so i feel last season we sacrificed so much of what made united tick in the season before that to accommodate for ronaldo's goals exactly that and that was a and heavy, it didn't heavy sacrifice our cause with yeah i mean i'm not going to lie to you dude when he when he banged against newcastle i was in dreamland it was like oh. 2000 <laughs> 2008 oh, we was dude. all over all over again it was like you know you, you know that was nostalgia you play like Flash a greatest back. hits yeah like a like imagine the best greatest hits musical cd of all time and you've injected it into your veins and like you're on this insane high it was a perfect perfect return it was it had everything but you know the the, the things about those highs is they don't really last long <laughs> and uh, that's exactly what <laughs> yeah. happened uh, but but right now it's anyway i think i hmm. Let's talk about let's let's talk, talk about Arsenal for a bit. Where, where where do they go from? Let's talk about do we Yeah, let's talk about Arsenal. I was about to just say that. Let's talk about Arsenal. I think you know what? I think this is just a one-off game where they got sucked into the United trap. As per usual. I think they'll be It's fine, I think. I, I yeah, I think they'll be fine. I think they'll they'll still finish in the top 4 for me. I think I still have them in the them, top 4. Yeah. They're not yeah, same, yeah. It'll be them. They're not London rivals, and City and Liverpool. I still think that'll be. The I don't top. know about Liverpool though. Uh, Liverpool, I mean, see, they're not clicking right? yet, but even Liverpool, it was the same. Like last year, they started really well, then they went off the boil, and then imagine they were literally seven minutes away from winning the league. So you can never count Liverpool out. And this is despite the fact that Mane and Salah were at the Afcon. So I hmm. think. I think the Mane absence hurts them a lot this this time. Yeah. And I will I think the next game we'll talk to I'll talk about uh after this game is the we'll talk about the, the Merseyside derby. But but let's 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 before we before we wrap up on Arsenal I just think hmm. I think one thing about Arsenal is they're still very naive when it comes to chasing games. Especially against a little better team than say like who did they beat the week before Leeds or Newcastle? They beat Fulham. They beat Fulham. Fulham, yeah, they beat Fulham, and then they beat Villa after Let's that. Let's face it, you, both United are, are a little better than both those teams. I mean, the quality course, is a little yeah. better than both those teams. Yeah, even though they fell fell behind or they were drawing at the same time at, uh, at against these teams, they they are their they their quality showed in the end. But United possess a little bit better quality, so they're still naive when it comes to chasing games. They're really good when they're leading and. they're winning 2-0 or 3-0 yeah it's that when the, they're chasing games the very night someone pointed this out to me um in possession they're great but out of possession they they look clueless even lester who were who are terrible who are, honestly i, I think are on relegation team. from yeah, they're going down point, just cut they're going down if they if they don't fix up they're definitely going down i don't think they, i think they may be too good to go down I'll, um they i mean they they may be too good to do, to go down but i'm not quite sure if that they actually will yeah, they've lost all their games right they've lost Look, their, their Brendan Rodgers they drew one not they won one and lost they drawn yeah they drew yeah, one just lost everything else good brendan rodgers looks resigned he's like i am done with this you guys didn't put a single penny into the team and you pretty much selling everybody Whoever you want, I don't know how he managed to hold on to Yuri Tielemans. I don't think. But I think I, I think everyone's waiting on that on Tielemans to run down his contract and then get him on a free because that 
either he's not a good he's not a good uh, track back kind of guy it's probably why certain teams are staying off him his work rate may not all be there but you did in terms of passing ability i i think it would be great to have freelemans given that eriksen is literally playing with with a pacemaker so i would yeah i would yeah, he still run more than any united player <laughs> yeah which is so the so somebody it's said they have put they haven't put a pacemaker in him they've put iron man's arc reactor into him that's the only <laughs> clearly <laughs> clearly <laughs> Like you see the light coming out of his chest. It's the arc reactor. It's not the pacemaker. <laughs> so it's like it's still kind of scary, right? For me, that's all. That's all I'm thinking. And on the 60th, 60th minute, I'm like, okay, can we get Eriksen off? And could we get somebody like Fred on? Because Fred is Fred carries the ball well. He's not an excellent passer, but I think after having if he had, if he had like waited for like. A tenth of a second and pass that ball. Ronaldo is scoring that goal. Oh, for for sure, for sure. Mm. But now here's the thing. Before we conclude our, our thoughts on this game, if I told you a month ago after the Brentford result that United would sign Casemiro and that Scott McTominay would keep him out of the squad, what would you have called me? <laughs> Retarded. <laughs> yeah, basically. I would have pissed first of all that McSauce was starting over Casemiro. <laughs> there was a pass in that game and i was lying down watching the game and and then i got up i'm like wait who made that pass i rewind it 10 seconds and i couldn't believe what i was seeing i'm like scott pectomney is capable of those passes okay like this man is clearly a genius and then i'm like okay fine scott mctomney is breaking play up beating up people uh, suplexing gabriel jesus to the floor which was <laughs> beautiful that was my movement in the game <laughs> yeah, he just catches him and <laughs> suplexes him and you know what i kind of Uh, there's there's a moment where Jesus like hits his head on the turf and after McTominay disposes him uh, disposes the ball of him cleanly and I, I was like wow McTominay is really uh, on it today do think so about as it much, five managers have played him five managers have played him there's something about McSauce too you can't like he's inevitable five managers not one not two not three five have played him and one interim manager i mean i don't know if that of counts yeah. carrick carrick counts or not Karik. but like mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> if you count carrick <laughs> <Karik laughs> managers have played him so oh my god the and that's when you, and that's when you have Cass, like the, one of the greatest holding midfielders this generation has ever seen sitting on the bench yeah exactly I, and i think casemiro is not quite up to speed you could tell when he came on he kind of gets dispossessed and then that's why agua that has to take the yellow card yeah I think still but needs a bit of time. I think maybe maybe play one or two Europa games and then see if he gets back up to speed. But uh, I think I think we'll see. But I think Casemiro will become a mainstay just before the World Cup or just after the World Cup. I don't know what the I plan think, is. I, I think don't the know. thing is, I th- I think uh, he's going with a with a very simple thing. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't fix it. Yeah. yeah. But it's also. please if 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 it ain't broke and one of them is running with a pacemaker maybe keep that in mind 
so <laughs> see the problem is who does he play there then because then he'll have to play the two brazilians he'll have to play casemiro and fred he'll have and if he's going to get he lost one in who have only yeah, one game game one brazil. brazil yeah yeah no but then then you will not get the passer right fred's a carrying he's a he's a player who carries the ball he, he doesn't pass it i guess the bruno has to sit back and do the passing Yeah I think Bruno will have to take on the the Eriksen role that's kind of why yeah so Bruno might be more withdrawn in in that system you never know because right now Bruno is playing or like he can play play them for those first 60 minutes and then bring on Eriksen for that or he play or he plays Van der Beek with Casemiro Yeah you oh, oh, I completely forgot I completely forgot about Donny Van der Beek he's yeah, I think he's injured right now but is um he? yeah he's injured I I read read that he was injured last time around so i think ajay is getting us some breaking news ajay can you confirm that news is is true because i know he was getting a trial with uh, with uh, wolves but can you confirm to us that that has actually happened straight into my wolves. fpl squad so yeah, for those of you listening to that. listening yeah. to on the pod diego costa is back in the prem boys <laughs> this is going to be fun i i, I really I, wished he was was you know what who I, was he playing he, Uh, sorry you know what chelsea should have gone for him honestly not a bad idea no he's playing for uh, the the brazilian team with the black and white stripes uh flamengo what's it called not flamengo flamengo, flamengo. 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 flamengo no atletico yeah, yeah. minero minero Min- okay use, uh, whichever team is the one with the black and white stripes he was playing for that yeah game. atletico minero minero okay yeah so ajay ajay is saying medical is tomorrow yeah i mean i just googled it he's uh, seems to be this is beautiful point. oh man guess who's coming straight into my fpl when to arsenal on your team and you're talking about huh? diego costa here What? What you don't have Haaland on your team? He still doesn't have Haaland on his team. No, bro. Diego Costa. I mean, wow, I'm waiting for like... Haaland to get injured and then his price to drop and then I'll get him. My God, this is like trust one of those me, his foil hat conspiracy theorists. His, <laughs> his <laughs> price is going. His price is going to drop so fast that they'll have to put that cap. You know that cap where you can't fall more than point three in one game week. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I have. But but forget forget injured. Of, uh... Forget injured. If he if Pep drops he him for a game. His mm-hmm. price is gonna drop. Like here, here, you heard it first here, folks. Like secret FPL tips the experts don't want you to know about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro! If I'm able to stay within passing distance, having just Kane. But are you? I don't want to say. I mean, right now, I think Kane. Uh, Haaland is the more in, most informed striker in the league. He had two he back-to-back is, he hat-tricks. Is he is uh, and it's and if you notice, Kane's, Kane's now, consistent, right? Kane's consistent. Yeah. He's getting an assist. He's getting a goal, assist, goal, assist, goal. They, they both so. had the same number of points this week. Just yeah, I know. So mm. it's it's, yeah. it's it's not too bad. The Salah dude, okay. I need to get him out of my team. <laughs> See, oh, I let's speak about let's, let's you know what let's speak about the mercy side that's a nice segue into the mercy side derby yeah so okay so i'm going to talk to you about something i have done since game week 1 game week 1 i owned sala i looked at him i think they played uh, fulham that that game week right yeah i i brought. saw th- he was so wide and so out of touch with the play i was like okay boys this is it 
I have never been quicker to get somebody out. I would never have thought of getting Salah out of my squads, but I haven't owned him since game week one. And so far, I'd like to think that I haven't been punished for it as much. Uh, Luis Diaz is... Yeah, I brought in Luis Diaz in his stead, who is, seems to be the more dependable one because everything seems to be going through that left-hand side of Liverpool. So, if you're an FPL asset, if you're an FPL manager, that's probably something you should highly consider. For 13 million, he's sitting on your bench and just accumulating assist yeah. points, yeah. doing absolutely nothing. Maybe he'll come good, maybe he'll score the, the odd goal here and there, but for <coughs> the amount that he costs you and for what you're getting in return, there are far better options out there. If now, you, with regards to the... Just want to yeah, so, butt in here and yeah, say, if he blanks on a nine-goal Liverpool win, that's, that's, that's your answer right there. There was a there was a stat right. What are the odds of that happening? And it was like one in nine hundred thousand or something. Yeah. So, it's, so it if, was kind of. If he blanks in a nine goal Liverpool game, then why do you still have him on your team? Exactly. But so, it's Salah, dude. Like, I mean, I guess I'm I'm one. I'm a sucker for nostalgia. I, I, I would listen. He he does. Yeah. So I think I don't, I don't, I've I don't been. Miss. <laughs> I, I've been co- coaxing Akshay out of the cult of Salah for like about two weeks now. And I finally gave him his last week. And I, I, don't, I don't regret that. See, that's because the thing, right? Like, it's like... And he's, he's returning for me, right? So. Yeah, there we go. It's like you move from one cult to the other. <laughs> that, that's how you get out of, you get out of cults. Uh, but, I mean, the jokes aside, that being... Let's just go back to the, liver, the Merseyside Derby. Blood and if there ever was a game that could be best described as blood and thunder, that was probably <laughs> this game because it was frantic from like frenetic, even from, from that was from one of the finish. most exciting nil nils I've watched for a yeah, long which, time. Which now. Everton turned up, and how did I they have happen? no clue? They were dominating parts of that game, like Liverpool were didn't know like what to do at certain points in time. Like, yeah, they had no idea what had done. It was very frustrating because I, I I was a little caught up at the time, so I was asking for people asking people uh, about you know uh, what the game what was happening in the game, and I was getting messages over filtering through oh Mope just missed a sitter, Connor Cody had a goal goal disallowed, so by the time I managed to put the game on, the first thing I see is Virgil Van Dijk almost break a dude's leg, and oh, <laughs> was, that was uh, Onana, yeah, yeah. Andre Onana yeah and. Yeah. I was like, ooh, maybe I should, you know, I am the bad luck for Virgil van Dijk. Every time I've seen him play, he's kind of messed up somewhere or the other. So I'm definitely going to watch him play next week. I'm just kidding. Uh, so, <laughs> the mo- literally, quite literally, the moment I turned it on, I was like, okay, what is happening here? Uh, and then, it, it by the time I put the game on, Liverpool were back in the ascendancy. And I think around the 94th minute, Salah hits the post. Oh, uh, that, Salah didn't hit the post. Pickford saved it onto the post. Oh no, man! So it was. Uh, I guess your England's Pickford uh, showed up yesterday. Oh, England Pickford definitely showed up. You seen the saves he was making? That was brilliant. Insane. He, he brilliant. was. I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Pope. I, I guess Pope made nine saves, but I'm surprised Pope was the highest scoring goalkeeper this week. I thought Pickford will surely be the highest scoring goalkeeper this week. Yeah, Jordan Pickford is again going to be my pick for Golden Glove winners at the at the World Cup. FYI, guys, before before it's cool to jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, England playing back five, obviously, he's going to be the Golden Glove winner. 
I didn't, yeah, it's for sure. But it's it's like England Pickford and Ever- Everton Pickford are two very different entities, right? As we've, we've known. That but yesterday it was the England Pickford that showed up for sure. Yeah, for sure. It was kind of nuts. And I don't know what, it was like, I don't know what Everton showed up yesterday, to be honest. It was, maybe it was just because it was a derby at Goodison, they were pumped up or something. But Everton played really well. I think Everton was the only team that put the ball in the net. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Liverpool, like, it was scratched off for offside. That was and also Liverpool, like a hair's injury. Like, it was, it was, uh, the only reason was because of his shoulder. No, because of that new shoulder, rule. His, like, his one it was like part because of his t-shirt. His L- yeah. no, was, yeah, part of his t-shirt. That's what exactly what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that, that's some like part of his t-shirt. You know, like that kind of went against Liverpool in the United game because uh, the shoulder is what kept Rashford onside in that game. Yeah, and now the shoulder is what keeps Cody offside in uh, in the Everton game. So, like as you said, a lot of averages these things even yeah. out. Uh, yeah. But what is happening I to Liverpool? Uh, I saw a tweet that said um, they have been outrun by. All the opposition yeah. that they faced. I read that uh, this, too. this season, mm. which is. So, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they were outrun by Bournemouth in a nine-nil defeat. I, I don't. Yeah, I think that in Bournemouth they picked their chances. They, they, they and I mean, they did start that game like a house on fire. Maybe yeah. that stat may not entirely be true given what happened at Bournemouth, but the others for sure. I, I believe the Everton game also they. They were significant. They were definitely outrun uh, in the Everton game. They were, yeah, yeah. But can I tell you one thing? I, I uh, a Liverpool fan messaged uh, in in our group, right? And this is, hmm. me, this is what he pointed out. The fullbacks are not pushing as as much forward as they were in the previous seasons. Mm-hmm. Their target man offense is not working anymore. It really, uh, isn't. rather, it's not working. Let's I won't say working anymore because it's. It never even started working. Mm. And the midfield without Thiago is completely Threadbare. like yeah. it it is like a bald tire. It's of no use right now. Mm-hmm. They really need to figure out whether they're gonna play in this way moving forward. Okay, look, Diaz is not Mane, but Diaz is good. Let's give credit where it's due. Diaz is no money. Right? Yeah. Agreed. They spent, they went and spent, how much? 95 million on Nunes? 85 million. 85 uh, million on Nunes. 100 million euros. Yeah. 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 So, they have to play him. After spending 100 million, you have to play him. You don't have a choice. If you're going to do that, then Salah will be there doing uh, the uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the the heat map of Salah in the last mm-hmm. three games. It's just been red yeah. on the touchline. Yeah, it's always nothing. He's, he's, been, he's been too wide. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's been way too wide, and it's not and working. Salah out wide is not working. Salah out wide reminds me of the Chelsea Salah. Hmm. Okay, and I think he brought off Nunes at some point in the game, and he was playing Firmino also. That was when Salah became most effective. That's when you saw Salah take that shot on goal. Mm. In fact, he had three shots on goal after Nunes came back, uh, came off. Which is clearly the way Liverpool... And because he comes in so deep, mm. Mr. Trent has all of that space. He has the entirety of the right wing to work with, which, which then yeah. allows him to come forward. Yeah. 
So all of this. But he's been getting subbed off as well. Like he got subbed yeah, off on the 15. I think. I, I think. I think you're the one who uh, you you must. I don't. Know, I think it was you who said they're all on asthma pumps at this point in time. Yeah, more or less, right? Like it's you feel like they're cycling yeah. off that one season where mm. everyone cycles off and they cycle back on. That's the highest number of asthmatics in in the prem for some reason, and they and they run like that. I don't know, guys. Maybe there's there's something in the water at Melwood. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Um, so allegedly, <laughs> and, uh, it's just like you can. The team looks gassed. I think this this. I mean, if we can talk about like tactics, we can talk about anything. They just look tired. They went on a four competition run last season. They haven't fully recovered from it. Uh, and I think they lost the, their they lost their linchpin. I think they really did. They really yeah. did. Who's now playing number nine? Yeah, who's now playing number nine at Bayern Munich and absolutely crushing it. Uh, I think Luis Diaz is then, good. I think he, but then again, it's Bayern Munich. Yeah, yeah but then by the way, they were they're not leading the table. No? Just so is, that it, you is know, Dortmund, 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 Dortmund is leading the, the table. table. Yeah. Crazy. We could have yeah, a different so, like outcome of the Bundesliga this year. For the, for the first time in four years. And four years, like nine years. Yo, the last time, time it happened was clocked. Clop, yeah, oh, 10 years. I think 2012 was the last time. Um, 2012 was when they won the Champions League, or 2013 they won the Champions League. That 2013 season, the season they before. won the Champions League. They won the treble, Bayern, and the season before that, Klopp beat them. Bayern won the Champions League. The season before that, Klopp won the Bundesliga. Bundesliga, yeah. So it's been 10 years. Yeah. So <laughs> about time that we see a new champion in the Bundesliga. Quite sick of seeing Bayern winning things, yeah, but really. uh, I don't think with Liverpool it's going to be tricky to see what um, you never know with these guys, right? Like one day you're like, "Oh, Liverpool are out of it," and then they'll snap back into form and go on this insane run, uh, absolutely decimating teams, accumulating points like no one's business. Uh, but I feel like if you've noticed, they've almost gone from a vertical style of football to a horizontal style, where they go side to side a lot more often. And as opposed to Man City, who have gone more vertical. Now, I think let's talk about uh, the City-Villa game. Now, City are masters of recycling possession. But every time they had to get a shot off in the box, it would go to Haaland. I I noticed after a point that every time De Bruyne got the ball, every time Foden got the ball, the directive was to find Haaland. And I think even Villa got wise to the idea after a point. Said okay, fine. We'll funnel him out. He's, he's good. He's a lot. He's very good, but he's not four players on top of you. Uh, squeeze a shot out, good, right? And that's kind of. And City were rushing it like they, it was never like they'd settled into the game and they never like they didn't kill the game. And all it took, like Leon Bailey had one shot which he flashed wide just before he ended up scoring, mm-hmm. which is a mm-hmm. great finish, by the way. Yeah, that was and great. like we great. and like we discussed with the, with the Coutinho thing. That really should have been a goal. Yeah, that, it should have been a goal. Made made no sense whatsoever because Coutinho comes on and then uh, comes on. Maybe Edison makes a m- more of an effort to save it, but I think the guy puts his flag up, the referee blows, and that that's a mistake on their part. That's not anybody else's fault. VAR can't intervene because the, the whistle has been blown. So. Very, very stupid on the on the officials yeah, there to have yeah. put them in, in into that position. 
I doubt it does little little to City's title hopes. I think they still absolutely steamroll the crap out of everyone and uh, ride off into the sunset with the third consecutive title. But they do seem a lot more one note than they have in the previous seasons. Um, because right again, now it's I like... Think, again, it's down to because they've signed the targets, man. I think it's like because you've signed him, you've got to play him. And because you're playing him, you've got to feed him. It's the same exactly. thing that happened to United last season. Because you signed yeah. Ronaldo, you have to play him. Because you play him, you have to play to suit his style of play. That's it. It's plain and simple. Sometimes, <coughs> you ha- I mean, sometimes, uh, I don't know. I, there's, there's, a, there's a saying, uh, but I, I don't think it's apt. Uh, uh, Describe it. It's fine. Whatever. No, like, yeah. because you've signed this guy, you have to, like, there is, there's no ch- uh, choice but to play him. Like, it's it's a symbiosis, but it's hurting it's hurting the team, right? It he's really getting is. you all the goals. He's getting you all the goals. But because he's there, now you've asked your two best players, Foden on one side and De Bruyne on the other, keep passing the ball to him rather than play, 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 out pass them, out tire them and then start scoring freely however you want. Yeah, so now they can't just, do that anymore. They can't do that. I think that just because Haaland, I, was it the, the Forest game where his first touch was in the 12th minute and it was a goal? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And that was, so a, I, that I was the only, that was his only involvement during the entire game. What do you mean? Uh, no, for the Meaning Forest, like he had a contribution. A no, yeah, that, which was which was the second game, which was the second game they played, where he scored only one goal, and that was the only involvement he had the he entire game. He didn't score game. that goal, no. He didn't score that game. Or oh, he assisted that game. Yeah, he, Bournemouth. He assisted he that game. Uh, Bournemouth. 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 The blank. No, the no, blank no. was an assist. The blank was an assist. He didn't. He oh. hasn't blanked so far. That's yeah, he, he hasn't. No, no, like he hasn't. No, 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 no. he, he had, got an assist. He, I think mm. he puts De Bruyne through and De Bruyne with the outside of his foot puts it into foot the bottom corner. scores it, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. his only involvement in the entire game. So it's like, it's just, it's kind of weird, right? Um, seeing City like that. And I don't know if that will ever come back to bite them in the ass. I think they're just too good of a team and with five subs yeah, this season. They're going to steamroll teams. They're going to they're gonna drop points here and there. Nobody can be 100% perfect. Yeah. Right. Like they're not going to go thirty-eight zero zero. There is going to be points dropped. They they're going to lose the occasional. They've already dropped points this week. Already. They've dropped. Yeah. They dropped. dropped points twice. Yeah. They drew to Newcastle and they drew to these guys. Yeah. And probably next this coming week. Who do they play next week? Spurs. And I think that's a good. Yeah. It's a good. That'll be a good test. That'll be a good test. Last year or, or I think these uh, are the only yeah. two teams that are yet to be beaten this season, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think Spurs and uh, and Man City are still unbeaten in the league at this point. Uh it's going to be interesting to see that Spurs game. I think Spurs go away to Man City for this game. Uh, yeah, they, and yeah. if there's anybody that is capable of getting a result out of uh the Man City game, it is Conte. The the game last season at the Etihad was an absolute cracker. Had everything. Had drama. Had a last minute winner. Had a last minute penalty, and then a last minute winner. It was pure chaos. And but I, 
Yeah, I think we'll speak about that on the preview episode. But let's talk about uh, let's let's talk about Spurs and um, Fulham very quickly. They dominated that game. Um, deservedly went two goals up. Son is still kind of find his form. I don't know where what exactly Conte is going to do with him. How long he's going to persist before he ends up dropping him. But as good as Spurs were, that Mitrovic goal was pure sex. It was oh, uh, a, a peach of a curler. The man is four goals from six games. Uh, he's, I think, all, he's all well on his way to break his Premier League record. Uh, <laughs> un, un, <laughs> but the funniest thing out of all of that was Richarlison. I, I would have loved to have Richarlison on my team because he's just completely <laughs> batshit crazy. <laughs> like he went, he he scores a goal which is offside. Takes his shirt off, celebrates, gets. Booked. He doesn't know it's offside. He doesn't know <laughs> he it's doesn't offside. Realize it's offside. He, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't know it's offside. But then goal gets uh, disallowed, and he still gets booked. Poor Richarlison. I love I like his shit houseery though. Yeah, I, love, I imagine. Absolute chaos. We, we should build out uh, our best shit house eleven team. Like I, I think I Costa, totally Costa and Richarlison will be uh, up top in that team. Oh yeah, up definitely. I think Martinez at the back. Uh, so it's with, with of course McTominay in midfield. <laughs> this, <laughs> he's just not any shit house. He's a brick shit house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we digress. Spurs, the Spurs Man City game will be. Interesting to watch. I think that'll be a good test. I think that'll be a good test for both teams. I think whoever comes out on top. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say whoever comes out on top wins the league because let's face it, City's winning the league. But mm. I think I think it'll it'll expose more weaknesses of the of each team than strengths. I think. I think we have a dark horse for the league this year. Can we stop saying Eric Spurs? <laughs> no, Eric Ten Hag's tricky regs, right? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> you never know, bro. But you never know. But you never know. Oh, please, guys. Not let's not... No, please. Let's, we're, let's, not, we're, let's, not, we're not... We're not Arsenal fans. Just because yeah, four we're, we're, like, yeah, exactly. We're not Arsenal fans. We, we, pro- yeah, we probably yeah. finish about Chelsea, right? I mean, the way Chelsea yeah, is playing right now, I think... Yeah. yeah that's, 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 a good, that's a good segue, dude. Um, yeah. Chelsea, bereft of ideas... Dude, it's, uh, <laughs> it's not even funny anymore. Like, dude, it. I think you said it like many. You or Dude said it many episodes ago. It was like watching paint dry, dude. Like, oh my god, it was so bad. The first I called this. Was, oh I, god. I, I think this was there was a Brentford game last season where I was watching them and I was like, guys, I don't see mm. your attack clicking. Uh, and I think it was what Chilwell scored the winner that day and or whatever. Because there was Lukaku was in the squad at the time, just before his big Italy interview about Inter. Yeah, this, was was the goal, myself, this was the game where uh, they won 1-0 or something. 1-0, right. Like they just yeah. squeaked through. And I was just looking at that yeah. team going, okay, your defense is stingy, but I don't yeah, see because where they have five people defending. Yeah. It was like the well, vanguard team of, 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 of like 2015. But I think that game yeah, was 2015. saved only because of Mendy. No other, nobody else. You mean the West Ham game is what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about oh, the no, Brentford no, no, the Brent, Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, the Brent, yeah, right, you're right. That Brent, Men, Mendy Men, was on, if it was on Mendy, fire that day. I think they would have lost, for sure. And I think Brentford went back to the Stamford Bridge and beat them 4-0, right? Or something along those lines. So, 
um, so they ultimately got their revenge anyway. Yeah. But coming back to this game, uh, I mean, David Moyes plays a lot of averages when it comes to football. It's basically a game of averages, rather, sorry. And then he just, he high contested second balls, scrappy, like like a very scrappy style of play, like sits in, frustrates the, the opponent. This is like proper Everton yeah. with Fellaini uh, under Moyes. Exactly. Yeah, and Suchek has turned into his Fellaini, right? And yeah. Antonio... Yeah. Uh, and I don't know, uh, Skamaka, how well he's going to fit into into this team. He's not exactly set the world alight. They've got Paqueta as well, which is going to be interesting to see. He's not. He was decent. I think. Of... I thought it was decent. Mm-hmm. I think. I, I think for the way West Ham plays, I think Antonio too suits the style more because they've gone through two strikers already. They went through Haller, ha- mm-hmm. Sebastian Haller, and mm-hmm. they got one more guy who it really didn't fit, and they had to move on. I'm forgetting the name. That Carol for a bit. Uh, before yeah. he went back. Mm-hmm. Then they had... Um, what's his name? Didn't they have that guy from Napoli? Oh my God, I'm blanking. Yeah, that's that's the guy. I'm, I'm not able to get his name. Uh, uh, Felipe Anderson. Felipe Anderson. Uh, Felipe Anderson. And they had Eno Valencia. But he's not a striker, no? But he's not a striker. He's not. It's kind of like a like a winger, but they had Ena Valencia, I think, as their striker at some Didn't point. Didn't they have the guy from Torino also? Which guy? I forgot his name. No, Torino's and is Bellotti, right? I, as far as I know, I, I don't think they had him. No, I'm not. I don't think they had yeah, maybe him. Maybe I'm 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 confusing him with somebody else. I, I, the the guy who went to Southampton, the different guy. Uh oh my God, what's his name? Uh, Gabardini. No, no, Gabi- no. Ah, yeah. Gabbiadini. Uh, no, no, no. Ma- not, not Manolo Gabbiadini. Yeah, yeah. Gabbiadini. No, no. I don't think they ever had him. Yeah. Um, but, but dude, like, Chelsea are in trouble. Are in yeah. big trouble. Raheem Sterling looks out of place. He Honestly, he looks team. like the only player playing out there, though. He does, but it, it, like, you can tell the system is not suited to his, his, his uh, yeah, yeah. strengths. Absolutely not. Like I was talking to Tushar about it because we I don't know where he is, but when we were having we were at lunch yesterday and he was like, dude, he played Kai Havertz as a second striker because I think Broha is now starting games. Uh, and that's basically where he thrives. In the Bundesliga, Kai Havertz played as that shadow striker. And that's where he got his goals from. And I think he's finally relented. And um, maybe this might be a, a change in fortunes for Chelsea. But if that's how they're going to play and they've been... Since the Spurs game, they've been extremely, extremely um, terrible to watch. The Southampton defeat midweek last week also was, was didn't really do them any favors. So it's it's going to, it's a very very um, strange time to be a Chelsea fan. I don't know where they, they need a striker replacement and they need desperately need a, a shift in formation because whatever is happening right now isn't working for them. Yeah, they've signed some three defenders this season. No, no attacking. They signed, they signed Obama Yang, right? Like Obama Yang is there, but I don't. Thirty-three-year-old Obama Yang is not. He, exactly, he's thirty-three-year-old Obama Yang, not a twenty-twenty-seven-year-old Obama Yang. Um, okay, can you pull up the Champions League fixtures uh, to see? Let's quickly like run through them and then just uh, call the episode. A quick shout out to Bournemouth. Who, Bournemouth and Brentford both had crazy games this week. Ivan Tony with a wonderful hat trick, uh, and and then with with Bournemouth coming back from a two 0 um, uh, 
2-0 deficit to win the game 3-2. Crazy, crazy game um, for, the, for the clubs at the bottom. I think Brentford are somewhere in the middle. Um, McAllister scores a wonderful free kick for Brighton against Leicester. One if deserved, like, like I think Sid mentioned earlier on, he's kind of dropped off just for a bit. Yeah, it was a great, um, great yeah. just dropped off. Yeah, that's not a problem. But in terms of the UCL fixtures, the Champions League in Europe is back. Europe is back this week. Um, United travelled to the Saucy Dads. They go into the San Sebastian, which I really want to go check out it in uh, at some point. It's supposed to be a really nice place if you like food. Um, let's do it. Real Sociedad, yeah, done. Let's do it. <laughs> Who's good again? Goes to so goes to Sociedad. Um, but yeah. So Chelsea traveled away to, to Croatia to play Dinamo Zagreb. Madrid and Celtic, well, that would be a good game at, at Hampton oh, Park. That would be, yeah. be a really fun game to watch. Sevilla Man City is no walk in the park. Uh, Lepetui is um, a bit of a, a taskmaster, so it will be interesting to see how Man City handle them. Paris-Juventus. This game is going to be, be fun to watch. It's going to be fun. It's the Angel Di Maria derby. Uh, yeah. And yeah. He goes back uh, to Paris. Yeah. I'm not quite sure who Spurs play. Who does Spurs play this um, this game week? I, I think they play Marseille. Marseille, yeah. So they so they have Marseille at home, and, and then they travel away to Man City on the weekend. Inter Bayern is another great fixture. So Napoli, Liverpool. Yeah, Inter Bayern is going to be great. This one. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun, fun set but of I'm fixtures for, to watch. I'm waiting for I think two match day two, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. For this, yeah, for this. Oh, for Bayern Barcelona, uh, for yeah. Bayern Barcelona will be. Oh, that'll be the grudge match. No, they played each other once before. I think Bayern knocked them out of the Champions League and sent them to the Europa last season, if I'm not mistaken. So, they, didn't they play a friendly mid-season, if I'm not wrong? Uh, they played a friendly against uh, Man City no, each other. a few weeks ago. Was I, it I don't not against Arthur's? Yeah, why did they play a mid uh, mid? Mid-season friendly. I don't, I don't know. I think it's some sort of money um, gathering exercise for. I think after game week one, this when they yeah. played. If I'm not wrong. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think that's that's us this week. I think we'll we'll come back for the preview on Thursday. Uh, United won't have played um, the Europa League fixture, so that we won't be discussing that. But we will be talking about everything else that um, that has come through. In with regards to the Champions League fixtures, and we'll preview the big fixtures of the do weekend. We, do we want to do score predictions, or will we for that for the next episode? We leave we leave it for the preview, right? So it's fine. We know we we'll do the review now. If, yeah. So if, let's, yeah. Cool. Mm. Cool. Um, I think that's us. We'll see you on the next one, everybody. Take yep. care. See you. Cheers. Bye.